IWEP Network. It's in the pod. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> man, sums up with my throat for sure. Oh no! How are you doing? I don't know. You say I you sound allergic? normal, but it feels off. I have been gaining weight, but my shape has been staying the same. So I think that I might be choking my windpipe from the inside with all the the pizza. (laughs) Welcome back. I'm Mario. Welcome back. I'm Chris. We're two Diablo friends talking about the things we like, tackling a plethora of subjects, telling stories instead of going to therapy, even though we definitely should, and hoping (laughs) you'll laugh the pain away with us. We are. That is who we are. That is what we do. Exactly. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. I, uh, you guys having Brenner over there? Uh, Emily is having Brenner. She wasn't hungry when I was hungry. Um, so we did like a fend for it. Usually when we're recording the podcast, we do a fend for ourselves because it never really matches uh, yeah. up just right. Sure. So I had uh, a frozen pizza again. <laughs> That's such a good meal. <laughs> Dude, I can't eat that like every day of the week. And if yeah, it's me tiring, too. Just switch up the toppings, you know. So good, so good. We had uh, what we what is colloquially known as proud boy chicken um, for dinner. <laughs> so it's on a watch list. I feel <laughs> I feel bad because this isn't really my story to tell, um, but I'm gonna tell it anyway. And uh, during the the winter months, they house homeless people. And so they house like a bunch of men that come in and they provide meals and all kinds of like they help them get homes while they're there. Like a lot of them will come in for the winter and then leave into their own apartments. Really cool. Um, So we so like (laughs) groups will come in and provide the meals. And so they had this people, these people coming in for dinner and uh, to bring the meal for dinner. And they all showed up in in like gear. They were proud boys. They were just legit Northeast Pennsylvania proud boys. And they said, like, when they registered, they didn't say they were coming with an organization. And he was just like, I'd like to bring some people and provide a meal. <laughs> and so they got here. Oh, my gosh. It was quite a surprise. He was like, yeah, we really get a bad rap. Uh, we're just a service group, you know? <laughs> so a couple of the guys that, like, that were there, like, the homeless guys didn't eat it. Because they were, like, you know, taking a stand. And yeah. uh, it was quite an adventure. But. When it came to my house, I didn't feel like I had to have to take a stand. So we got the leftovers and uh, we had proud boy chicken for dinner. <laughs> it was pretty good too. They can cook. Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of uh, them, actually, I didn't write it in our notes, but I wanted to talk. We're like, we're like uh, three days away at the time of recording True. from the year from the inter- insurrection. Yeah. And I wanted to bring it up because. I'm I'm just curious, like, no one's really talked about it yet, and I know that everyone's going to talk about it on the 6th. Yeah. But it's, like, a weird thing that happened mm-hmm. that everyone's aware of happened, and we're kind of not, like, in the, except for, like, super political circles, no one's really talking about it. And even there, like, I'm in a lot of, I follow a lot of political podcasts and stuff, and no one's really talking about it, except for, like, right now, kind of. Yeah, and, and it dawned on me the name, like how everyone calls it, the insurrection. Um, it's like it like creates this level of separation because it's a big word that no one uses very often, right? Sure. And it's a more specific term, and so like it seems like the appropriate thing to call it. But then I was like, it's not really doing it justice because I don't get a gut wrench about like how I felt that day. Yeah hearing that word but if you just call it attack on the capital that just sounds so correct and it like <laughs> it invokes the exact image that you're looking for like attack yeah. on the capital like uh, the capital of the united states was attacked by disgruntled citizens yeah who were who wanted to, disgruntled for sure very disgruntled wanted <laughs> to kill people or meme or meme you know, yeah, who knows, man? Or both. Like they wanted to meme their way to the to the lynching, you know? To the gallows, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um So I just wanted to kill the vibe real quick and just remind everyone. Yeah, you really like, you love bringing this up. <laughs> Anybody had uh, insurrection on your bingo cards, you gotta check yeah. that one off. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just it's just right here. It's on it's on my mind. I sure, think it's on other sure. people's mind too, but like it's just like, oh yeah, the insurrection. Like if it, it feels too casual. Yeah. Like yeah, oh, yeah. oh the, the attack. Yeah. I'm sure capital. somebody will say something that day. Uh, I would love it if they like gave out 
like a report from the commission or whatever and got some like real progress or information, mm-hmm. but uh, it might be too soon. Who knows? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> man, sums up with my throat for sure. Oh no! How are you doing? I don't know. You say I you sound allergic? normal, but it feels off. Oh, I have been gaining weight, but my shape has been staying the same. So I think that I might be choking my windpipe from the inside with all the, <laughs> with all the pizza. <laughs> like, I'm getting, yeah. like I'm getting fat inwards instead of outwards. Yeah. Well, no, you're crushing your organs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Internally. Um, what do they call it? Skinny fat? It's like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look normal, but really you just. Man. Uh, I gotta go for a run so I can breathe better, I guess. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, you know what it started? It started with my hiccups earlier, and my cats had never heard hiccups before. Oh no! And so they were watching me like downed prey, like they had like, all the big <laughs> ones going. <laughs> like that's how it felt. Like they were watching me. They're gonna eat you so fast, bro. Oh my gosh! They're probably like, you know, there's some level of wildness to cats. Sure. They probably have like secretly been like keeping tabs on which one's going down first, <laughs> me or M. And as soon as I started to show weakness, they're like, all right, it's time. Must be this one. Thought, yeah. Thought we'd have a few more months to bulk up, but I think we could take them. You can't breathe right. <laughs> that is rough. Speaking of bodily functions, um, I had, this is a crazy story. I don't know if it's crazy. It's crazy to me because it's never happened, but I had a cyst drained. So um, I had the cyst for like years and years. Like, like eight i think it first showed up like eight or nine years ago while i was while we were at school and uh then it popped and it was cool and then it came back and filled back up like i don't know five years ago four years ago Mm -hmm. and uh i kind of did some research and it's just like you just have it it's just like a buddy um that people live their whole lives with yeah when i lived with you i never even noticed it it wasn't until like years later we were chilling at your house and i patted you on the back i was like whoa <laughs> yeah, I had a marble back there. What's going that's, on? Yeah, that's usually how people <laughs> discover it. Caleb, one of my brother-in-law, like when we were home for Thanksgiving, is like, "What is that?" I'm like, be cool, kid. I'm trying to keep this a secret over here. The thing um, is, everyone's seen Doctor Pimple Popper too. So, like, yeah. the second they know it's there, like, has, have people propositioned you? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and so recently, over the past couple weeks, I mentioned I was in that uh, Christmas program at church. Mm-hmm. The only theory is those big wings that i had to put on they went mm-hmm. right over my shoulder and right over top of it and the leading theory is that that irritation caused the infection in my Jeez. cyst so it's it's infected it's i can't sleep because it's like it's on my back so i'm trying to lay down and it's hurting so much uh and so i finally go to the doctor and i get it drained and so now i've had an open wound for like almost two weeks did they get the sack they did not which is the problem because it was real deep and big. <laughs> it was like Great. a ping pong ball on my back. <laughs> so they said it was too deep to get the whole thing. Um, so I actually have a surgery evaluation tomorrow. So within the next couple of weeks, I hope to be sack free. Wow. Getting your sack removed. <laughs> it's like, it's surreal, man. <laughs> I've had this thing for so long for it to be gone is crazy. And it is gross and uh like i don't know if you've ever heard of packing a wound i guess i'd heard of that but never really Mm -hmm. knew like what it meant or how they did it but literally like when they they drained it they packed it with over a foot of cloth of like gauze medicated gauze and Mm -hmm. then every three days i had to have it yanked out and shoved back in and like fresh words yeah yeah those words might sound like graphic but there is no other word. Like, this is not like anesthesia or like even a cold spray. Like, when they cut me open, they did a cold spray. But since then, they're fine just yanking cloth out of me and then literally shoving it into the hole in my back. It's when horrible. I, when I talk about the wild things I watched on the internet, just for a clear picture, i seen a compilation of those types of videos, like when I was 12. Of packing? <laughs> of packing <laughs> wounds? Yeah. <laughs> I got I packed of the today. Curve. <laughs> it's horrible. So I got packed today and I'll be packed again on Thursday. Hopefully on Thursday they'll stop packing me and I'll just be able to have an open wound for fun and not packed. But uh, I'm ready to get rid of this thing, but it's been a real pain. I wonder if they could let you like keep it open somehow and you could create a little pocket. Just like a port? Yeah, that's what it is right now. It yeah. holds a foot and a half of a quarter inch <laughs> iuniform. You can get a small um, portable battery. Okay. And you can put it in the hole 
and then uh-huh. you could plug in your like anytime your phone's dying, you just plug oh, it in yeah. your bag. That's wild. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> you want stuff closer to being like the bionic man, you know? You sure. get ahead of the curve. You can get into the, yeah, any other the future, ideas. future uh, biotechnology. Any know? other ideas, tweet us at Welcome Back Wire. What should I put in my in my cyst hole? Anytime I need a rubber band, I never have one on me. Have you ever, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had that experience? Not really. <laughs> oh, when you need a rubber band, it's always there? Yeah, I always have one. Yeah. Oh. I don't use rubber bands a whole lot, but yeah, okay. I get good old, it. Good old gum band. Yeah, that's so true. Um, We've had an exciting like Christmas time. This being one of the exciting things, but uh, okay. It's not exciting, but we had two deaths in the family over the woo! past week. <laughs> I love how great we are with wording. I know. It's so true. One was Pickles, one of the ducks. Passed away, yeah. R.I.P. Um, the day on December twenty third, and like, here's a question that I had to Google: what What would you do, for example? What would you do with a dead duck? Uh, I moved past uh, the mourning part real sad, real fast, but yeah, it was sad. We missed a duck. This mm-hmm. her sisters don't seem to like miss her, but we miss pickles. But like, what would you do if you had a duck carcass in your shed? Well, first, can't of all, leave I it there. I wouldn't send my wife out. <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll tell that story. <laughs> this was the same day that I got my cyst drained. So I am like hunched over, like holding my arm in place so I don't aggravate my open wound. And I said, Sam, can you go open the shed and get the ducks out so I don't have to put a coat on? Because it would hurt me to put a coat on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ha ha, one of the ducks might be dead, but probably not. Ha ha. <laughs> and so this duck's been hobbling around for a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah. She's been sick. So, I, th- you know, every day I kind of thought it was going to happen. So I was like, yeah, probably not. And so she walks out to the shed and opens the door and then immediately puts her hands over her mouth. And I was like, oh, it's happening. So, uh, so then we just had a duck carcass, but what would you, what would you do in your setting with a duck carcass? I would get a shovel and then bury it immediately. Where? Anywhere. It rejoins, it rejoins the planet and nurtures the soil. Anywhere. Yeah. I mean, literally right next, right next to the shed. Maybe even like in front of the shed, just to keep an eye on the hole in case it starts to like sink down too low. You can put more dirt on top of it. Sure. So many tape, issues. I rent this house. I don't want to leave a carcass that was unasked for. Number two, uh, the ground was frozen. I know where you are, it never really froze or it wasn't around Christmas, but here it was. Number you're not three, in Alaska, Chris. The ground was you're frozen. Not, I don't you're not even in Canada. You scoop it, Chris. Have you ever dug a hole? <laughs> you sound silly. The ground was frozen. And number three, I had just had a procedure that day. <laughs> I couldn't do, I couldn't dig a hole. So I was like really concerned with what to do. And the internet step, was like, step, just throw it step, away, man. Yeah. Step two, garbage. Yeah. What do you do when you buy chicken from the store and sure. you forget to cook it and then it's stinky? Well, you don't know that chicken personally on a personal level. <laughs> so it's just a little different. So that was the leading like path. Um, but then I asked my brother, I asked him if he would dig a hole at his house. And he said, yes. So we, cause we don't have permafrost down here. I don't right. know what to tell you. You're trying to make me sound dumb. The ground was frozen here. The ground is not frozen there. <laughs> so my brother just dug a hole in his house. And so as I'm explaining to Sam, what the options are, she puts together that burying it at my brother's house would involve <laughs> carrying a, du- carrying a duck carcass in the car with us for four hours. <laughs> With your but, dog. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they were a little hesitant. Sam and her sister were a little hesitant about it. But it was fine. We just had pickles in the back. She didn't make a peep. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Yikes. He's <laughs> <laughs> driving around with a live duck in a bag trying to escape the bag. That would be pretty bad. Yeah. Did Daisy so- sniff it out at all? Suss it out that there's a there's food in the in the trunk? No, no. I had it wrapped in like a bunch of plastic bags and stuff, yeah. so it was embalmed just about. Did you, did you say a few words? <laughs> yeah, as, we did. I said, the rest? you were a good duck. That's about quack, all. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> Actually, my brother, <laughs> my brother, 
uh, we were at my brother's house. It's late at night. It was Christmas Eve after Christmas Eve service. And then we drove four hours. So it's like 11, 10, 11 at night. And mm-hmm. uh, my brother had dug the hole already. So he lowered the hole and he was like, just so you know, I'm going to pour some, um, <laughs> some motor oil into this hole too. Cause I got to get rid of it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's still like, sounds like a burial. So that's fine. Um, and then he ran to his shed, to his garage after he filled the hole up to dig, to make a little cross out of two by fours <laughs> and uh, he pounded it into the into the dirt and it was so nice and it says rip for the oil the right what's that <laughs> he built the cross for the oil you're lying <laughs> yeah, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> and then he wrote quack quack on it except he spelled <laughs> he spelled quack wrong <laughs> he did q a u so uh, we just said calc calc a bunch <laughs> so pickles oh the other death was my grandfather on christmas day which was a real bummer um so i had to do a funeral while i was out there so uh it was a eventful and i was telling you before i had an eventful you knew about all these events um but when people ask me how christmas was i say it's great fine (laughs) (laughs) just because who has the time you know yeah i started adopting a a new phrase when people ask me how was my weekend how was how Mm -hmm. was my new year's how was my christmas and like, like, how's your week going? And I, I don't know where I stole this from, but it was said sarcastically. And I don't know if people are getting the sarcasm, but <laughs> essentially I say anytime someone's like, oh, how's, how's, uh, how's your week been? I'll say every day is better than the last. Okay. And I started saying that ironically. Yeah. As like a way of saying like, just, just grind, just still here basically <laughs> yeah. is the, is the premise of it. Um, but now I'm kind of like adopting it as like a new mindset. Yeah, no, that's great. That's kind of way to live your life. Brainwash myself that like today (laughs) is better than every other day that I've ever had. Yeah. Manifest it, man. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying hard on these things. And I've, I've taken some new liberties, right? So Liberty, Liberty, my town has, um, uh, uh, Facebook group. (laughs) Oh, exciting. (laughs) Where everyone complains about the dumbest things I've ever heard of. Of course. I, I can't imagine that these people are real people and that they have access to the same <laughs> internet I do, you know? <laughs> and uh, one of the things that happened was it was New Year's Eve, 9 p.m. or like 8 uh-huh. p.m. And someone posted, whoever's lighting those things off and, or shooting a gun or whatever, could you could you keep it down? And my immediately thought was, even though I'm just sitting in my apartment doing nothing, no, send. Wow. Just full set now. I'm not going to keep it down. You did that? And and then people are complaining because we're getting a Taco Bell built <laughs> nearby. Whoa, exciting. Yeah, I'm really pumped. I wonder if we could work in a deal where I can record the podcast there. If like I, if I buy like a, a soft taco every fifteen minutes, may I sit here with my equipment, you know, type deal. <laughs> but people were posting a thing like, "Oh, another fast food in the area." We have like three fast foods in the area. Yeah. Or like, man, wish wish we had KFC instead. Wow. And so Babies. I I started like uh, gift replying to people, like <laughs> like uh, like giving them like a stern look, like, "Are you are you serious right now?" Or and like uh, after a while, I came back hours later. I was at work when I dropped the first couple gifts. But I come back and it's just like it's just like a long list of comments of of all these people who eat Taco Bell talking about how they don't want a Taco Bell closer yeah. to them. And so I said, "I'll see you guys all on the line." <laughs> it's just a fact. You like you call it junk food. You're gonna eat the junk food. You, you say you'd rather have something else. Well, it's here. You're gonna eat it. You know. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to be so crass as to say, like, if you want something better, go make it yourself. Because I know there's a lot of hurdles to starting your own business. Sure. But that's no, it's just because you don't have your own business or the thing you don't, you want in the area isn't there. There's no reason to be bitter over yep. someone else's dream. Some Someone's dream was to put a Taco Bell there and they're to doing a Taco it, Bell, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I want to find out who this guy is and be like, or woman is and just be happy for them. Yeah, yeah. We just had a new uh, pizza place open up nearby and our facebook page they were pretty stoked about it i mean Mm -hmm. 
there's pizza everywhere. So oh, yeah. it's not like, but it's not like an attitude of like, we have enough pizza. It's, oh, a new pizza. <laughs> I'm tired of all the old pizza. So I'm excited to try the new place. I wonder if there's like a, a level of disconnect from mom and pop shops to corporate feeling entities. Because a few weeks ago, it was announced that we're getting a pizza shop on a street that already has two pizza shops. Wow. The same street. Yeah. It's going to have three pizza shops now. And it was nothing but supportive from from the community. Oh, sweet. I can't wait to try it. And it's because it's a pizza. It's a petite. Whoa. It's a pizzeria. Yeah. Made by someone who wanted sure. to bring their pizza to Leechburg. It's not a Domino's. There's no taco joint around us. Yeah. You got to yeah, drive pretty about. far for any taco. So, but it's the fact that it's just a corporation. People can yes. dump on it. But yes. I would rather have a Taco Bell than Stewie up on the hill coming down to show us how he throws dough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I get that that like a little new like startup burrito place is probably better like in the long run. Mm. But I can't afford to go there anyway, so I'd rather yeah. have a Taco Bell. Yeah, everyone's like, I'd rather have a restaurant. It's like, have you seen the demographics of our area? Not a lot of people yeah. are going out to demogra- or yeah. going out to uh, restaurants very often. Yeah, it sounds nice, but it's tough. You know. Uh, every time I go to a restaurant, I'm faced with this issue. Do you know what that issue is? What Sometimes issues? we do it. We do a transition that I'm just thrilled about. <laughs> mm, yeah. But I wanted to let you bring it up because I know it was your thing. <laughs> okay. So I am not a bad person. <laughs> Important preface <laughs> for having these I'm, thoughts, and I'm you pretty guys sure can make your own judgment on that. After everyone, <laughs> everyone else has had these thoughts too. But, okay. okay. So I worked in a restaurant for several years, so I never know who's popping in for an episode of Welcome Back, you know? <laughs> sure, so, yeah. So take this with a grain of salt. No, don't even take it with a grain of salt, because there's nothing to take a gra- a gra- it with a grain of salt right. of. I That's think right. you deserve to be paid yes. what you're worth and what your work is worth. That being said, I'm not 100% sure that tipping is the best fashion for that. Why are you tap dancing around it, dude? Just say what you mean. I think tipping is getting out of control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. I was reading an article that referred to the tipping like standard, like industry standard at 18%. And I go, whoa, 18%. <laughs> And I was corrected by Emily over here who said, Ooh, that's low 20. Oh yeah. No, I agree. I, I, I recoiled back at the 18. Like, Oh my gosh, that's the new starting point to only to be corrected. That's even further than this yeah, article. That was just freshly it's written. definitely 20. Yeah. Like I was a waiter for many years, like all mm-hmm. through high school and through college. And so I worked for tips and I'm still here to tell you tip tipping is dumb. Yeah. Like, there just has to be a better way. Like I like, I kind of like the idea of like getting paid better for like how well you do at your job. Like that makes mm-hmm. sense. But having a customer make that decision, it does not, it's not good. Just like yeah. pay me what I'm worth more than this $2 and 83 cents an hour or whatever. And uh, just like I, people are going to pay more for a burger. Sure. But it's the same. Like it, you're just paying more in a different, on a different line of the check. So, yeah. I mean, I think tipping's dumb. And here's where I think tipping's even worse. Places where people aren't making two seven two eighty three an hour. So like tipping a bartender who's mm-hmm. getting paid. Uh, I mean, depending on the bar. Bartenders are getting paid five something, aren't they? My bar where they got paid minimum wage, the bar okay. the bar that I worked at. Um so I don't know. But um a hairdresser? Like and now again, they're like at a fantastic Sam's or something. They rent the chair. So they got to like pay to be there. It's complicated. But like my hairdresser owns her own place, does a great job running a booming business. I think tipping is silly. If you think you should get yeah. more money, charge more money. I'm fine with that. And, Expecting and to me keep, to keep tip this in mind, listeners. Silly. We, we tip. Oh, absolutely. We, we do that tip. Is important. We that do is important. tip. Yes. We're well, not saying that everyone well. stop tipping. Yeah, yeah. I tip industry standard or better. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but apparently just, industry standards low now. Yeah, it's but just I remember a, a time thing. when it was 10. I remember a time when it was 10. And I yeah. don't want to sound like a boomer, but like I'm only 30 mm, and I remember sound like a boomer. that it was 10%. Yeah. 
what was it when our parents were growing up? One percent? I don't even know. But who, who cares? <laughs> the fact that it's it's yeah. I think tipping's been on my radar for sixteen years. I guess from like the time I had a little bit of money to go out to a restaurant myself and pay for things, you know. Sure. And so like in that time, it's just getting higher and higher, and it's people like Emily that mm. keep thinking like, oh no, you gotta give them more. You gotta give them more. You gotta give them more. And I'm fine with their income changing based off of the economy around them. Things cost sure. more. People should sure. make more. The owner should be doing that. I agree. The owner should be facilitating it. It's silly. Yeah. I, I, Again, I tip. Yeah. I tip well. I start out at the industry standard. And if someone does good on top of it, yeah. I give them, I give them I, even more. Yes. I usually like do 20% and then I round up. And then I'm like, if they did really well, I might round up a little more. You know, I might take a buck away if it was like, but also it's hard. Like I tip so well sometimes that it's, that's not sending a message. But, but that's the thing that I'm saying is dumb. Why do I have to send a message? I don't want to. I shouldn't be put in that position. <laughs> I am just a customer. Yeah. And then the fact that like it, 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 it rolls over in other parts of the restaurant too. Like, I worked at a restaurant. I'm probably never going to work there ever again, especially after what I'm about to say. But <laughs> they would do a, a tip pool, or not tip pool necessarily, like like I've read in others, other restaurants. But essentially, the waitresses would tip out their busboys. Yeah. Right, right, right. They're already not making that much. And now they have to give a portion of what they're making yeah. to another employee who's making minimum wage right right and so like silly so broken and it's mandated by the owner that they have to pay like an a percentage of what they make in tips to the bus boys and it's like if you think the bus boys should be making more pay them more just be paying them more because why does the bus boys payment depend on how well the the waiter or waitress performs exactly so silly it's all so silly and also there's there's liars people lie so true people lie all the time they lie it. all the time and so uh, what i i hated that i was getting paid so low when i was a bus boy temporarily and i uh they they would be told what their tip out was to uh like the manager would tell the waitresses what to tip out the bus boys uh-huh. And, then, and then they would walk over and they'd give you money. And you would assume that's right. One time <laughs> yeah. it was really low and I didn't think it, that doesn't make any sense. So I went and I talked to the manager and he told me what I was supposed to be tipped out. And I and then I went and said something because the manager wasn't going to say anything. I was like, oh, are we going to do wow. something about this? He's like, I don't know if you want to do something about it. You can Really? He made so, you do that? So, well, he didn't make me. I could have, you know, been a wussy and... That's horrible. Not said anything, but then it was super awkward. So, hey, I yeah. talked to a manager. You, you shorted me like 20 bucks. Can I have my $20, please? Wow. What a mess. And then now it's planted in my head that all these coworkers, I don't, yeah. I'm not mad at They're them. They're to get you. I'm, they might be. And that is the culture so that your management has created. Because they're paying so little that yes. now they're trying to skim off what right. shouldn't even be taken away from them. And that right. hurts me now. And now we have tension when it's, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be in your pocketbook. What the manager mess. shouldn't be in your pocketbook. A tip. Here's what I think currently, because my opinions change all the time. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Pay him a fair wage. And then if I'm getting served food, someone's there, I know they're making 12 bucks an hour or whatever. And then they're doing fantastic. My my cup's never empty, you know. Mm-hmm. They're checking in on me. I'm not tipping them. I'm gifting them. Hey, sure. I know you make a living wage, thankfully, because in this scenario they are. Sure, but you're also you're gonna, superb at your you're job. You're awesome at your job. Yeah, Here's a little mm-hmm. bonus. Yeah, and I don't know what it's going to take to get there. Oh, Either I mean, we at, like everyone just has to stop tipping. Essentially, you know what? Yes, we got Brittany freed. We could do this. Stop tipping. <laughs> <laughs> um, gifts are not taxable. So wow. everyone needs to bulk up on thank you cards. Gifts aren't taxable? Gifts up up to like 
$10,000 to a certain, yeah, yeah. A gift isn't taxable. It's not taxable income. It's a gift. Tips, taxable. Gifts, not taxable. So here's what we do. We don't leave cash on the table. We don't write anything on the little thing for our cards. Zero. Big goose egg. Uh Uh-huh. Even write a little note. Tipping's bad. And then, and then in the midst, this is so ridiculous. In the midst of your dining experience and you learn your waiter or waitress's name. Yeah. Write them a thank you note. Uh Uh-huh. With a gift equivalent to what you would have tipped. Yeah. And seal it. That's very good. And then label it it a gift to my server blank. Yeah. Now, this is great because now they didn't make any tips on their shift, which means the restaurant has to make up the difference. And now Mm -hmm. they are getting paid minimum wage Mm -hmm. plus their many gifts, which is perfect. And they, it's illegal for the boss to like, like for a tipping pool, like how they'd have tip out to like the bus Mm -hmm. boy. Mm -hmm. It would be illegal for management to say that they need to take a part of their gift and give it to the bus boy. And that too, tip pulls, an actual gift is not part of, it can't be put in the tip pole. Right, right. So now, like the you problem could, is your your busters are getting shafted then. Everyone needs to be shafted to shake up an industry. <laughs> That's not to what's shake, happening. To, to shake up an industry. But the server is getting, making out like a bandit. But the, the but owner the is having to pay owner more. But the busters, more. Are, the busters are who I'm concerned about here. The busters are going to quit. Or ask for oh. more money too. That's what I would. That's okay. what I would do. If sure. I'm if I'm making like nothing and I'm running around sweating, dumping dirty dishes, getting COVID, yeah. I'm gonna be like, man, this definitely isn't worth seven twenty five an hour. Yeah, I'm gonna go work at the bank or sure, sure, or somewhere I mean, else or a, or also, a restaurant that pays slightly better. Right, right. Or I'll that's go work thing. at Sheets or McDonald's. Yeah. I don't think that the that the owners should be shafted either. I think that they should be okay. But the problem is, like, it's in an industry standard, like you said. All of this has to happen at once. So we need all the restaurants to jack up their prices so that they can pay their servers better all at once. And we all need to quit tipping all at once. It's got to be one day. We should just pick a day. It needs to simultaneously happen where the prices go up and the wages of the employees go up. Right. If there's any gap, right. one, if the, Somebody's if the employee's making more and the prices aren't changing and yeah. the profits are dipping people are going to get pissy right but if we make the prices higher and they don't change the the wage right yes. away and then they start seeing profits and they get the money signs in the eyes uh-huh. then they're going to yeah. be like this is great i didn't realize people would pay this much more yeah and they just yeah. wouldn't raise their wages and we still got a tip on higher burger prices yeah no i think this is a good idea we just need to pick a day mother's right, day guys. Mother's it's Day. The, it's the biggest dining day of the year. Mother's Day. Don't tip. <laughs> if you're listening and you are a business owner, jack up your prices on Mother's Day. You already do that. So leave them there. If you're a server, don't accept any tips. If you're a customer, don't tip. We fixed it. We fixed it. Everyone has their jobs. One time I had um, th- this crazy guy ordering wings or something, mm-hmm. and uh, my boss came out. It, I wasn't serving him. Some, some of the girls was, and my boss came out and kicked him out and said, he was like being lippy. And he said, my servers don't make enough for you to put up with your crap. And at the time I was like, nice job, man. Thanks for standing up for us. But then later I was like, pay him enough to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it. So they do make enough in, in his eyes. I think the manager was like talking as if like, no matter the amount that they're making, Right, right. Shouldn't have to deal with you, but it just comes out as I'm a scumbag. Get out of my restaurant. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I've been making some some changes this year. I uh, do you think we should um, go to a break? We should take a break before we get into the next thing. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> Patchwork planting is a place where you can get plants. Get the plants from the plant people. If you're thinking, oh, I want some plants, I better find some plant people. Boy, do we have a surprise for you. Head on over to Patchwork Planting at PW Planting on Instagram 
and patchworkplanting.org. They're doing like photo shoots. They have a coffee sub- coffee bean subscription. Uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. They're expanding. I think I might have to get in on this coffee. It's in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I lived out closer because it seems like, like, if I'm just having a down day, I can just go out into the field, till the sure. soil. Big hey guys, I'm kind of down. I'm gonna be out in your field. The big all right. <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> hey, did you get those crops in, Evan? Oh no, Mario had a bad day. So he planted it all. <laughs> When are we hopping back in? I don't know why. You ask such weird questions. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, thought, I thought maybe we could work, get hop back in, but I didn't want to throw it. I didn't want to throw it back in. Ready. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, as I was saying before, oh, yes, we were yes. rudely interrupted by our sponsors. Very rude to put a commercial there. <laughs> yeah. How dare they do it? Not us deciding that it was time. <laughs> I made a transition in my life where. We've talked about it, and you like to keep something separate, but I like to keep them nice and nice and tight and whole. And of okay. course, I'm talking about my audio consumption. Okay. So you got Spotify for your music. Oh, right. Right. You got Apple Podcasts for your podcast. Yeah. Right. That's all the sound there is. Oh, do you listen to, like <laughs> radio? Do you have like Pandora for like when you're just listening to radio stuff? No. No. Well, I did. I had. I had. Uh, Stitcher for podcasts, Google Podcasts for other podcasts, <laughs> Spotify for music, a couple podcasts, and a couple stations, and then yeah. Pandora for my like radio style listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I decided that's it. I'm I'm just going all to one, and so I'm entirely on Spotify now. Okay. And so, I like that. I like the simplicity of that. I, it, it is alluring. Yeah. I, I I literally, I went to my two apps I have podcasts on, and I wrote down every podcast. Yeah. And there's a lot that don't exist anymore, apparently. Yeah. Because I didn't realize how many podcasts I, I had subscribed to. But I they resubscribed to all of them again, even the ones that were done yeah. on Spotify. And so I haven't switched over my, um, my Pandora yet, um, but... Actually, Spotify has a app called Stations, so it's like their okay. Pandora. Anyways, oh, neat. That's, that's besides the point. <laughs> I, I'm a man of intrigue. Oh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I like stories. Yeah, I like I like different walks of life. Yeah, and so. My podcast also consists of like, sure, diverse topics. Yes, and one of the themes that tends to come up is religions in general. Okay, mm-hmm. and so like I follow um, a podcast like that's based off of not yoga as in stretching, but the religious aspects of yoga. Uh-huh. I listen. I listen to um, Buddhist uh, podcasts. And I listen to, uh, like lore based podcasts, like urban legends podcasts, like our good friends, mm-hmm. truth behind illusion. Um, mm-hmm. and I listen to, to, um, a couple witches who have podcasts too. Mm-hmm. And so all of this, all of these podcasts that I have along with like history podcasts and like, and like pop culture podcasts, all of that together instantly on my like there's an algorithm out there on spotify that just got a huge information dump about Uh, me yeah and it reacted in a very interesting way okay so my discover playlist last week when i made the the jump um it was after my soul (laughs) i don't know if the playlist is still there but i did save two albums that were featured in the uh the playlist um Mm -hmm. where where'd you go um where'd you go where'd you go uh this is an album from charming disaster band i've never heard of before the album's called spells and rituals 
Oh. And it has like, it's like this, it's like folky slash um, spiritual slash mythological music. Like there's a mm-hmm. song about Baba Yaga running around nice. like, trying to get you and like songs <laughs> about the bride of Frankenstein and um, uh, a couple of them's like, like this one it's called wishing well and i was like oh that seems nice because like after i heard a couple of their songs in that in that discover playlist i was like this is freaking let's check this out let's <laughs> let's th- let's jump down that rabbit hole and like wishing well sounds nice but it's like it's a story it's a song but it's a story about a guy who's like making a wish in a wishing well and something comes up from the wishing well saying mm-hmm. he'll make he'll make all the wishes come true mm-hmm. and so he tells them all the wishes and then they switch places Okay. And now, and now the thing that was in the well is going to go accomplish all of his dreams, and he's stuck in oh, the well for someone else wow. to give their wishes. And I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's that. There was an, there was another one called. Um, it's from a band, uh, uh, Twin Temple, I think. And their songs were, uh, um, satanic doo-wop. Twin Temple, <laughs> Twin Temple brings you their signature sound, Satanic Doo-Wop. Is that a song or the genre? <laughs> that's the album. That's amazing. And it's a, a lady with blood on her with like a, a Dracula cape and like a goat's head. Like I didn't understand this existed. <laughs> and Yikes, I'm kinda, dude. And I'm kind of scared. scared. <laughs> yeah. Because like I've always known that my taste in information consumption is a little bit off. But I never had it cross path, <laughs> cross paths in a way. It's like, hey, you know how like the story of Poseidon interested you? Listen to this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Satanic doo-wop. Wow, Man. interesting. Yeah, it was a scary. W- it was an interesting uh, week I had. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering, like, I thought because I, I didn't really use Spotify a whole lot last year. Um. But I thought that, like, when I when I jumped into the Discover playlist, which I hadn't done, I thought it was just going to be full of, like, Broadway. Like, oh, I listened to so much Broadway last year. I screwed that up, so I'm not even going to be able to find music I want to <laughs> listen to. It's just going to be Broadway. <laughs> and it was neither thing I expected. Yeah. But was it good? They do a good job, usually. The Discover? Yeah. No, it's it's just it's oh. just it's just too it's every it's kind of actually what I I listened to it for like hours actually yeah the, okay the discover playlist and my genres are all over the place yeah it's exact it's exactly how I listen to music but I usually yeah. do it in like week long binges uh huh but it's just all at once it's just kind of like, yeah it's like when I when I talk to Emily about how I listen to music she kind of gives me a face and yeah. like now I know what she's feeling because, <laughs> you're making that face right now <laughs> because when i talk to emily about the music i've listened to it's usually like a month at a time it'll come up yeah. when i'm listening to and i'll list off right. like seven genres and she'll be like oh, what and then like i'll spend <laughs> one day and listen to seven genres and i'm like hmm. what <laughs> great <laughs> yeah well speaking of spotify they have just added a rating system for um for podcasts so if you're listening this far uh, demographically speaking, you're probably listening on Spotify and you're probably a male just saying. So, uh, you, mister should go to Spotify. Welcome back and give us five stars because you've listened. Yeah. We or need don't. this thing. So we, we've earned those five stars. I mean, yeah. If you listen this long, it yeah. seems like you probably could. Yeah. Yeah. God, punk, what's wrong with you? Get over there and give us the five stars. <laughs> Speaking of listening to podcasts, I listened to Welcome Back. So if you don't know this, when we the inception of the podcast, um, we searched for other podcasts named Welcome Back. <laughs> oh, I thought because you don't usually go back and listen to our episodes, right? Right, you right. Listen to it when you've edited it. So I thought when yeah. I read that in our little notes thing behind the scenes, we have like notes so we know what we're talking <laughs> about next. Um, I thought you were talking about like you went and listened to Welcome right, Back. Right, right. No, 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 no. You listened to the unspoken. Yes, the so, others, the variants out there. 
Yeah, the issue is, I don't know how we missed it, but when we searched for other podcasts called Welcome Back, we found nothing. It was crystal clear, like, until we launched everything. (laughs) And then very quickly, we found a couple other, but one prominent one that's been making episodes for longer than us, unfortunately. And they still are making episodes. They sure are. Um, So, I listened to their episode on Bo Burnham, because they did one on Inside. And... I thought I was real pumped because like I looked, I went on their website and like the guy has his resume on there. Like he's like mm-hmm. knowledgeable in like film and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was real pumped and um, they did a good job. The episode was good. I enjoyed it. Um, it did make me think like, should we have a, should we develop a narrative about how we interact with welcome back? Not that we are interacting, but should we like villainize them or, or like, pretend like we're friends or pretend they don't exist, you know, all of these options, like, or pretend we're on a network together, you know, like I want to create a relationship. Yes. Yes. That crossed my mind because their show is called welcome back with Andrew and Jared or something. I don't remember their names, Mm -hmm. but, but that was what I came to like, imagine was the, the welcome back network. And it's just welcome back with different people. The welcome back with network. Yes, yes, yes. I would like to fabricate a relationship with them <laughs> and then never speak to them. That's what I'm saying here. You know how easy it is for us just to tweet them? <laughs> I know. I want. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to do, I want to have something before we approach them. Gotcha. I don't know what I want to have with them. I mean, we a have rivalry, a pretty a firm, real story of how we came up with the name. Sure. It's like, it is just a tragic coincidence. Yeah. That we could, because it's not just them either. Like, we couldn't find anything Welcome Back. And then we started Welcome Back. And then we found like four Welcome Backs. Three of them don't make content anymore. Right. And then these guys. They are regular. They're very regular. Like, they they review films. So that's what they do. Mm -hmm. Um, Every week they have a new movie up, a new conversation about a new movie. Um, well, I don't mean a new movie, new movies, old movies, all kinds of stuff. They did Encanto, which I didn't listen to, but um, I think we should have Mon as an interview. I'm glad that we're pitching this now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I'm I'm happy to meet uh, any. I'm I'm happy to welcome anyone who welcomes me. Right. That's what I'm thinking. If they'll welcome us now. <laughs> I mean, by their name, they kind of have to. I would say so, but they might yeah. be heated. They might have some heat on us. That's true. For, for stealing their name. But we didn't steal it. True. For it's, independently coming up with the same name that they had been using for a year or something. <laughs> we very intelligently chose two <laughs> very common words and assumed yeah. no one else had it. And, and we did look. It's true, we did. And the name uh, well, came up pretty authentically when we were on PA Podriver. It's true. It, it's true. Our story, I have no qualms with our story. They might, is all I'm saying. Yeah. When do we want to reach out to them? <laughs> well, that's a part of the conversation we can wait for later. But I did want to pitch to you in front of everyone. You should, Let's tweet, do it. You should tweet them right now from the Welcome Back Wire. Tweet okay. their Welcome Back to say, hey, like a wave, the wave emoji. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Bold move. All right, I'll do it. You're going to have to stall. Oh, okay. You know, like a car, it stops when you, when it stalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Betty White died. Oh, so true, man. <laughs> Way to end on a, on a high note here. <laughs> Real sad. Real sad. Missed our episode by uh, a couple days. Yeah, that was really tragic. We were talking about the deaths, the celebrity deaths of 2021, mm-hmm. and uh, we just did not cover it. Yeah, the headliner died after yet. we recorded. Yeah, It really did. She overshadows everybody. Like, you know how like the WWE does the Hall of Fame, and there's like one real big one, and then mm-hmm. some other minor ones? This was mm-hmm. the number one. Um. I read Real somewhere, tragic. it was interesting, it's like, you know you lived a great life when you're 99 years old and people are saying, gone too soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was funny, like, because her, her birthday was in, is in like two weeks or something. Yeah, so, January 17th or something. That sounds right, that sounds right. In the teens. So my grandma, 
had said to me that she saw something on Facebook that uh, Betty White was upset that she wasn't going to be able to play with Legos anymore because therefore ages four to ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> she told me this like on Christmas Day or the day or the day after or something. So it was like just such a horrible foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, especially given that she passed in a horrific Lego accident. Oh. <laughs> too soon <laughs> has anyone has anyone confirmed what happened yet i have no idea no yeah me neither I, at the time of recording i've yet to see what happened. i just read i read uh natural causes just uh but like who, goes. who is it now who's like the wholesome yeah. old person that we all love and yeah. adore people are pushing for dolly but dolly's not even 80 yet well then we'll have her for a decade or two or three or forever. Or, no, I think it should be Or Dolly, tragically soon. <laughs> it's true. True. I saw something that was like I saw something that was like Betty White didn't die. She um she grabbed 2021 by the throat and took it down or and it took it took her down with it or something. And I was like that's a that's a great picture of uh how we can commemorate her her sacrifice for us. She's like I'm not I'm not going to die in 2022 and ruin that year right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So tragic. Uh, gone too, gone too soon. I do feel like I like how you just shotgun that thing. Um, here's another one. Um, Antonio Brown. Did mm-hmm. you see this? Just makes a fool of himself in the middle of a game. Just got naked and went streaking in front of the whole stadium. So silly, so silly. As a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I love watching him go off. I love it. Mm-hmm. I feel so vindicated because he was crazy for us. Mm-hmm. I read something that was like Mike Tomlin kept this man in check for nine years somehow, <laughs> and now he's just wiling on every team he goes to. Crazy person. Did he retire a couple years ago for like a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he may he may be retired again. <laughs> um, I wanted. To, oh, man, I don't know. Do we give him a long episode after missing a? A week. <laughs> we could if you need to go on something else. Because it's going to be irrelevant by next episode. But it, okay. it was New Year's, right? Sure. And we talked, yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about the, the year coming to an end. And so we're both huge fans of Backy Award recipients. Yes. Pantsuit Politics 2021 Podcast of the Year. Um, they had a couple episodes pre-recorded that they dropped over the last couple of weeks while they weren't doing regular episodes for the new year. And so they talked about like how they commemorate the end of a year and like get ready for the next. Yeah. And so like I was I was wondering if you had any like resolutions or anything mm-hmm. to like uh to have in mind. They um they they had like I'm not sure what who it was cuz it wasn't just the the host of Pantsuit Politics but they also had like their editor on and like their researcher mm-hmm. on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they talked about like how they like establish goals for the year or like ways in which they like remind themselves to do like some of them will, one of them would put up like a sign in like their house with like things they want to accomplish, like spend this many nights outside, spend this many Mm. like days outside. And like, I'm like, man, yeah, you know, it's like a weird resolution, but I would like to go camping this year. Okay. Like I didn't realize like for the longest time, I like when I think of resolutions, I think like stop smoking, stop chewing, (laughs) lose weight run right run a marathon but like yeah i'd love to go camping this year yeah yeah that's good like a like a low level resolution like what's something i want to accomplish in 2022 mm-hmm. yeah i i um i try to do that around lent usually like i'll have some like just some things that i've always wanted to do um i'm not traditionally good at it <laughs> <laughs> i usually like uh, last year, well, two years now, I've given up like phone games. Like I won't play any games on my phone mm-hmm. for Lent, um, which I f- found to be good. But uh, oh, for, so but like a several week resolution as opposed to like yeah, lock yourself right. in for a year, right? Yeah, well, more like I don't believe in New Year's, you know. So yeah, like this, who says that this yeah in- integral of time is over? It's just like a it's an arbitrary time. Could, our year could easily go from from june to may you know it's just it's just silliness uh like, june june to june it always has a that's the loop sure but i'm like <laughs> it goes from january to february from january to december <laughs> so i don't know i i just don't really approach the year that way but i mean i think camping is a very good one and uh i would love to support you in that goal in any way that i can and what you and what you're saying does that sound like you're saying you don't believe in years 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna have to text Sam that yeah. the list of things <laughs> things that you know to not believe in. <laughs> it, it was so like shocking that it wasn't a running joke, but she actually has a list. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's true. She's kept track. What are what are I mean, some I, of the highlights from the things you don't believe in? <laughs> I stand by them. Should we I have stand her on? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. We should do that sometime. Oh man! To discuss the things I don't believe in. Um, is there a word? Did you like to make like a focus this year? Because that was something that the the two hosts do. They fo- they pick a word for the year. I, what do you have a word? I'm I'm floating it around. Okay, but I think the the word I'm thinking of is gain. Mm. Like, and I'm not talking like money, though. That would be highly appreciated. Universe, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, greater powers. Um. But like the idea of like not feeling drained after a year, mm. like these last two years were just hard, right? All yeah, around. Sure. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to lose anything else. I want to gain things, you know, I okay. want to, I don't want to, I don't want to lose weight. I want to gain a healthier lifestyle. Sure. Yeah. You know? I don't want to. I don't want to lose any more friends. Not that I want to gain more friends, but I want to gain deeper friendships with the people I choose to keep in my life. You know. Sure. Yeah. That's so really I think, good. I think that's going to be. I think that's going to be a word that I focus on this year. Hmm. I think my not believing in years causes me not to do this, but <laughs> I think with a little more time, I might be able to. But I have like a life word that mm-hmm. that might apply. I have it like stamped on a key that I wear sometimes. Um, but the word is fight. And okay. it's like, uh, it's just cause like, I don't, I don't, I'm like a lover, not a fighter kind of guy, you know? Um, so it's a reminder that they're like, there are things worth fighting for. Like whenever I marry couples, I always like, I always tell them about my key and, uh, and I've had like aspirations of like getting them one and framing it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the idea that like my marriage is important enough for me to fight for it. And so like, we're going to keep arguing until we settle this issue. So that it doesn't become resentment. You know, we're going to like, we're going to fight it out. I'm going to fight for things. I'm going to fight for like my deepening my relationship with God. I'm going to fight for, uh, being a, you know, fiercely loyal and invested friend. Um, so, uh, yeah. So fight has been a word that has transcended years, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's definitely means a lot to me. I think I might try to adopt that word a little bit in too. Yeah. I actually have, um, speaking of fiercely loyal and invested friend, I have like a list of things I say every day. Did you know this? No. Like, uh, I don't know what you call them. Affirmations. You say them in like a mirror or something. Almost. They're not like affirmations. They're not like you're awesome. They're more like goal oriented, like aspirations. Mm -hmm. Um, like I'm a fiercely, I'm a fiercely loyal and invested friend. Like, uh, I will raise, you know, uh, things about how I'll be a father, you know, I, li- uh, um, you know, just like things about my life, about ministry, about leadership, about my family that like, I want to be true. I say them every single morning. That's pretty cool. I never knew, knew that about you. Is that a, when did you start doing that? Oh, it's, uh, it was after college, but it's, it wasn't long after college, probably five years now. Is I it was like, like 12 or 13 in the bed when you wake up? Or like in the bathroom, in the mirror, in the shower? In the shower. Like in between getting into the bathroom and the shower usually. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. That feels like a neat way to start your day. Yeah. I've liked it a lot. I mean, I think that, I don't know. I think it just keeps those things top of mind. You know, I don't know that it Mm -hmm. makes me a better friend, but it it reminds me every day that being a good friend is a priority. So, I mean, I guess that makes me a better friend. So Nice. Yeah. Awesome. It's a good thing. Great. If you guys have anything you're doing special this year, tweet it at us. Tell you us know, about or, it. Or at minimum, if you got a if you got a word you'd like to keep in yeah. mind this uh this coming calendar year, if you believe in that type of thing, uh yeah. t- tweet it <laughs> out at us. Well, I think I think uh I think an extra ten minutes is worth missing a whole episode. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm did you finish did Midnight Mass? Ooh, I did. Yeah. I did. Does what no, you asked I liked me before to... make more sense? Yes. So I, yeah. I do want to okay. thank you and Dave as well for the people that I complained. Well, I don't know. This might be spoilers, so skip ahead. But I complained. 
I said, why don't you just hire old people? Because mm-hmm. everyone was in age makeup. And then it turned out being important to the plot. And so I appreciate the people that I complained to not mm-hmm. giving that away from me. But uh, it was good. There were some times where I was like, wow, this show's really good. And other times I was like, ooh, is this show really that good? Um, every episode, basically, I like oscillated between those things. Um, but overall, good, the, I would the say. The boat scene? Very good. Ooh. I think Aaron, she's like an incredible actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like her writing was bad sometimes that like she didn't have a lot to work with. And she was saying things that I was like, wow, you're saying these really convincingly, but what you're saying is really dumb. Like mm-hmm. the monologue at the very end, I was like, that sounds like it's supposed to be deep, but it the, really didn't land for me. The writers of uh, Midnight Mass and The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor love monologues. They write in monologues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's like their trademark Very thing. Heavy. Yeah. I liked it a lot though, and I'm glad that they they broke away from from ghost oriented. Uh, sure. Yeah, it was very shows good. before it became like their pigeonhole. You know. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but the writer Mike Flanagan, the director guy, um, he tacked this on to other projects for Netflix. Did you know that? He's been writing Midnight Mass for ten years. Really. And they like hired him to do something else. And he was like, sure. If I can finally do this project, I've been writing for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I wow. listened to a podcast about it. That it's like a podcast. I always listen to, but they did an episode about midnight mass, all kinds of interesting stuff. Like, uh, one of the was things that, the, that made the it podcast sort of one of their spinoffs called the Bible binge. So they did uh, it with like a, a spiritual cool. perspective. Yeah. Um, it was very good. Uh, but things like, one of the reasons that it got put off for so long was because he was an alcoholic and he couldn't write for Riley until he had gone through it. So oh, like geez. he's only like three years sober now. So like he couldn't write for the, you know, former alcoholic until he really went through it. Yeah. Um, it was really, really interesting. Um, he's dedicated to become an alcoholic just to recover, to write a <laughs> so, method writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing that was super interesting was, did you see hush? You told, you saw hush, right? The the deaf lady who gets her house. Yeah, the movie. Through? Yeah, yeah. So, she's Aaron, in that. the yes, yeah. and in she's an author, right? I didn't see Hush, so I'm this is I'm confirming it with you. She's an author in Hush. It's been a while since I've seen Hush. Okay, but I know. It's, and she it's, writes a book called Midnight Mass nah. about Riley and Aaron. She says like a line in her show is like or in her in her in the movie is I can't kill Aaron. Everybody loves Aaron. <laughs> Wait, was min- was. Hush, written by the same people who wrote Midnight Mass and I think Hauntings. so. That's I think insane. the Flanagan's did that. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. I, I love, that. I love their style, and it's something in contrast to like American Horror Story. Uh-huh. So like, there was a, a moment in Midnight Mass where I was like, if this had been an American Horror Story, it would have gone so differently here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I like one or the other, but I like that both exist. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. Who was who was your favorite character? Who was your least favorite character? Father Paul. I loved him. He was incredible. Like some of the monologuing bothered me, mm-hmm. but he could monologue all day, and I would be fine with it. He mm-hmm. was very very good. Um, Dumb man, not very bright. I assuming, disagree. Assuming that I was a, assuming that was an angel. It's pretty dumb of him. <laughs> Is it, is it Mario? Is that of, universe? Of, I'm not going to spoil what it is, but does that universe yeah. not have any fiction on that thing? <laughs> you know, uh, it's not even confirmed that what you're suggesting it is is what it is. Almost certainly, it has all the aspects of it. I don't know, man. We'll I argue think we about maybe do an we'll, episode we'll, on Midnight Mass. <laughs> okay. All right, if you think it's if you think it's worth that much, but um, um, I don't think I liked Riley that much. He was okay, but yeah. like I don't really like angsty characters a whole lot. So I was like, you know, I wasn't real sold out on him. How about you? I loved him, and his my favorite scene was that I think I alluded to it when we were talking about it before we even started watching it. But my one of my favorite scenes was when they were sitting on the couch talking about like what comes next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very good. Yeah, yeah, and it—I don't want to say destroyed me, but I did not feel well. Yeah, when something happened, that you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. And uh, it made me feel the exact same way when the Haunting of Hill House did their explicit. Reveal of the bent neck lady. Like it gave yeah, me the exact yeah. same feeling. 
And I didn't know yeah. shows could make me feel that way until these guys created these shows. So like, yeah, Art they're, they're, is it's, crazy. it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would recommend it. I think, like I said, the, I did have some problems with it, but the story period, like the mm. story period, very, very good. And like, as a pastor <laughs> watching, like consuming content about pastoring and like Christianity, like mm. real explicit church stuff. I, like I enjoyed it a lot and, and I felt like they were saying so much. So, I had a friend um, who also watched the show and his one of his like takeaways they told me was that the preaching was so good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's what I meant. Like I could listen to him preach forever. He, him monologuing and preaching and, and the discussions he had with Riley. Oh, it was so good. Yikes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the preaching delivery was great, but the, what he was saying. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> what he was saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah. red flags all right <laughs> yes for sure um take those as recommendations all right it's true we, That's listen, all we, to we listen to a bunch, of, a bunch of podcasts a couple tv shows um yeah man enjoy enjoy your year have i'm gonna steal from our favorite podcast um yeah have the best year available to you yeah agreed and while you're doing that don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us <laughs> wherever you're listening. That includes Apple Podcasts. And now you can rate us on Spotify. We would love to do that. And share this episode with someone that... What did we talk about today? Share this that episode... would pack your wounds. That would pack your wounds. Ugh, Sam does it. She does not. Well, she hasn't packed my wounds, but even just changing the dressing, I offered. She's not a fan. I offered. <laughs> it's uh, real gross. We'll catch you on the wire at Welcome Back Wire on all the social media platforms: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, blah blah blah. And they're uh, ready for you to connect to us and uh, yeah. contribute to the community that we're trying to 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 grow out of this. And if you're listening because you're subscribed to the IWEP Network feed, we love you. Welcome back. Um, and if you like what you hear, there is another fresh episode. You can go right to the Welcome Back podcast feed and another fresh episode is right there for you. Uh, so make sure that you subscribe to the Welcome Back feed. You're going to get the latest episode right to your phone. Great. You can find me online at Mario Miley. You can find me online at Chris McNaney. And until next time, We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Happy New Year. Oh my God, just do your stupid podcast. Okay.